Hello, everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I am your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. Emily, I have an amendment to a previous episode. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, We did an episode recently on how to win a reality TV show, as I'm sure you recall. Yeah, yeah, it spiraled pretty pretty far out of it was it was scattered i would say it was wild yeah yeah i realized from that episode that i actually don't know anything about rupaul's drag race despite (laughs) having watched all of it (laughs) i could not describe to you what happens in rupaul's drag race i really see that's so that's what i'm trying to get out ahead of because sam and i have just recently watched not all of top chef but the vast majority of Top Chef. I think we just uh-huh. finished the last season that is available to watch. And we started with like season five. And that's about, uh-huh. I think that's 10 seasons. I think it was season five to season 15. That's a whole butt ton of Top Chef. We binged dude. a lot of Top Chef. Yes. Okay. We've had... I don't remember Top Chef. I remember Chopped. Yes. So and Top Chef, it's, it's, the, it's a long form competition show similar to i don't know a bake-off i guess in a, in a my sense. understanding from memes is that they always try to pull out the ice cream machine no and then that no, doesn't you know, work out i think that's mostly chopped though. yeah yeah it's that's not as much like of a 30 top minutes chef issue. yeah um so i would like to get down on audio with my tips on how to win top chef before okay. i forget it all because okay. there is no more Top Chef to watch. I guess we could well, go back is... and watch season one through four. But anyway. That's reality television for you. You absorb it all. And then you're like, wait, what the hell happened? I yeah. don't know. Who am I? <laughs> I get these memes now, I guess. So uh, the big thing is cook your flavors. There's a bunch of people who come on. I'm, try- I'm going to try to rapid fire this because I want to get to the topic of the episode. But uh, you got to cook your flavors. If you're like you're, you can use this opportunity on the show to like find your voice and find your flavors. But you want to find it kind of quickly and don't try to cook for the palates of the judges because they hate that shit. There was there's been a couple people who've come on and being like, I'm just gonna try to cook what I think the judges will like, and don't mm-hmm. fucking do that because they see through that shit and it, it will. How get many contestants are on Top Chef every season? Usually, I think the smallest number has been like. 13 14 holy holy balls yeah they usually That's start with like it's usually around 16 that they start with and then they whittle down at generally one person per week sometimes two um mm-hmm. and then what's really exciting is that usually when they get down to with the exception of the most recent season when they get down to eight people they have restaurant wars where two teams of four have uh like 48 hours to come up with a full concept for a restaurant come up with a menu train front of house staff and get everything cooked and do one night of restaurant service that's the craziest shit i've ever heard it's insane and like people who haven't worked in restaurants might not understand that and me as a person who has worked in restaurants but hasn't has never been involved in like actually that's not true i have opened a restaurant I've opened a restaurant. You know what? It took a whole month. Yeah. And that was just front of house staff being. Yeah. Of a whole month. Yeah. The, the one that I was involved in took many months. It was. Yeah. It was hell. So, yeah. It, it's it's insane. The, the premise of c- completely from from concept to execution, putting together a restaurant in 48 hours. But, yeah, that's that's one of the most fun, fun things 
Um, mostly fun when, when things go well. I don't know why, but anyway. So when it comes to Restaurant Wars, that's a big tip. Try try your best to like skirt the th- having to be executive chef or front of house manager because usually there's teams of four and one person has to be the executive chef and one person has to be the GM and like run front of house and work out Why would tables. they make chefs be the GM? You know? They're historically bad <laughs> managers. I don't know, but the thing is, is if you end up being GM and you do a really good job, I feel like you have a better chance of winning the week than mm. other people do because there are there have been some people who do like who really knock front of house out of the park and and they they're rewarded for it handsomely but okay. if you manage to if you manage to skirt having to do either of those jobs and just be a line cook th- without like drawing attention to that fact then mm-hmm. you're good because there are sometimes when like the person who is like the team leader who gets to pick their team out of the group is like kickball style they they give the like give the executive chef role to somebody else and they get called out for it it's like you were the leader of this team why didn't you take on the responsibility of executive chef one time that happened in a recent season that we watched and they got sent home like pretty much for that reason because uh. they completely forced the executive chef role onto somebody else so you got to be careful with that so that that's one thing cook okra if you can cook okra i feel like Tom Colicchio, everyone's afraid to cook okra for Tom Colicchio because he says he doesn't like it. But in reality, there has never been a time on the show where someone hasn't cooked it and he's liked it because they know how to cook it well. So if you know how to cook okra well, cook it for him because he does actually like it when it's cooked well. He just says he doesn't like it. so specific. Yes. Also, don't cook risotto. I feel like your brain is full of your top shit out right now. Yes. And I have to get it out, Emily. (laughs) Yeah. Don't, don't maybe not use our podcast. I have though. to. I have no You're other outlet. Pooping all your Top Chef knowledge out on our podcast. No matter how much you, you want to, and no matter how much you think you can get it done in the time allotted, do not cook risotto. Even if you like practice this, like I'm going to, I've been practicing every day for my entire life cooking risotto in under 20 minutes, and I know I can do it. Still don't do it because it's just bad luck at this point. So risotto has sent every minutes. single person home that has tried it. <laughs> Now I know, you know, it's like alcohol and bake off. You're never going to get it quite right. Yeah. It just doesn't work out. That's, that's, that's what I got. I love it. There's I other, I'm it. sure there's more stuff that I missed, but. Yeah, uh, maybe. I don't know. I've never seen an episode <laughs> of Top Chef in my life. It's... I'm like coming back to it now and I'm like, I've seen a bunch of stuff like kitchen related, but in reality, I just have no idea. You know what I was just looking at filling my head with? There's, sorry, there's um, also a curse that if, if your birthday happens during the show, you will get sent home. That hasn't happened in a while, but it, it was a curse for a while. That oh literally on the week of their birthday, they got sent home. So don't go if that's it's your so, birthday. Anyway, that's, so that's all. That That's it. I'm officially done. Sorry, I interrupted you. I think I've mentioned it on the show before, but like I get a bunch of those tasty videos or those like crafting videos that are like clearly made by like Russian actors (laughs) and like Russian agents, not like actors. I mean, they do have actors in them who who might also be Russian, but like these videos and I was just watching a debunking video because apparently and this is like a real thing, I guess, for our listeners do not like those videos and do not post them. 
Like they are, they're very bad in what? that they have a lot of misinformation in them. These like five minute craft videos that have those weird life hacks, like all those life hack videos. Yeah. They're not real. Like what? the stuff in them is most of the time just downright not real and, and not effective and sometimes downright dangerous. Like if I cut off the, the shirt sleeves of a, of a dress shirt, I can't turn it into a nice like wall hanging plant holder. Or what about the the giant T-shirt into evening gown look? Oh like, my god! I just gonna look butt ugly. Like we've all <laughs> all the boys have done it with their fucking gym shorts before in the in the locker room. They if can... I if I take the crotch out of a out of a pair of leggings, I can't turn it into a nice crop top. I'm, what? <laughs> Is that one you saw? It's more like the cleaning hacks. Like apparently one of them was like oh, if you no. spill you spill wine on your nice white car- carpet, the way to get it out is pouring beer on top. Of it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's not gonna hurt you, but like beer in your carpet. There, it's gonna be worse. It's just gonna be stickier and grosser. It- yeah, and also your carpet is still red, yo. <laughs> Anyways, so that's what I've been watching because I do like scroll through Facebook and then realize I've been like memorized, mesmerized, like for 15 minutes staring at this like endless video of random life hacks. Yeah. And I never like click on it, but I do just stop and stare at it for a long time. Right. And I never really question like, oh, yeah, like most of the time I'm like, I would never do that. That's so fucking stupid. But some of the times I'm like, oh, that's interesting. No, not interesting. No, not at Turns all. Turns out doesn't work. <laughs> Don't microwave shit. Use your goddamn oven, you know? You know what's nice about Facebook? You mentioned you mentioned uh, Russian people. Th- Facebook has actually started marking when the content has come from the Russian state. Really? Yeah, it says it says like Russian state post or something like that underneath the title. That's freaky. Yeah. I have you know I've been limiting my scrolling on Facebook lately because it just bums me out. Yeah, there's so it's many a, people. It's a yeah, it's a huge bummer. Say things. Social media is a well. I would I'm gonna say Facebook is generally a horrible place to be. No matter, I feel like no we just get sucked into it. it, you know, because it's like you're stuck in your house all the time, or you should be. You should, you should be. be. You should be stuck you in your be. house. Anyways, uh, we're all stuck in our house right now, and we like want to go outside, but we can. We want to see our friends, but we can't. And so we get stuck on social media, and then it's like you just feel gross and icky and bloated. Yep, it might have to have more to do with a bunch of cookies that I just made, <laughs> but <laughs> I don't feel good. If, if I sound sleepy, it's because I am sleepy, and not because yep. I'm not getting enough sleep. I'm just full of cookies. I'm just very full of cookies. How do you go to the grocery store? How do you go to the grocery store? How do you go grocery shopping? What is this topic? What did we do? How to go grocery shopping? How did how to go grocery shopping? Yeah. Okay. Which is like you know didn't didn't used to seem like a complicated thing. Yeah. You know. I I was now it. I was thinking it might turn days. into a weird, a weirdly good SEO option for, for us for a topic of an episode. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's always possible, right? Like, so, so our weird shit that ends up being like, oh, people want to learn how to do this. And then yep. they're like seriously disappointed when they get us. Or you put the word porn in your title like we did Mm -hmm. for our 69th episode and you get a lot of hits because there's a lot of people emily i don't know if you knew this a lot of people searching for porn on on the internet 
I, I know where to find it. I'm not I looking did. for it. You know what I mean? Like, no one will tell me how to find it. No yeah. one will tell me where to get it. Well, just uh, Google porn in 69 and then you'll find our podcast. You'll find our podcast. So if you were looking oh for God. actual porn, I'm so sorry. <laughs> my mom's reaction to that episode was, I don't think any of these boys have ever, ever had sex before. We haven't. So. Yeah. No. Good yeah. for you. Good for you. Uh, do we start with like where to where to shop? Are we giving free advertisements? No. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> cool. That's a good energy. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going with the door of the explorer energy. Like, do we just start giving out names of these giant capitalist organizations? No, we don't. I was, I like, was going for like a call and response. I was mostly just gonna hype up Trader Joe's because I feel like Trader Joe's is cool. I don't know. I mean, you never know whole, who's dirty and who's clean. I have no fucking clue. Whole John. Foods, I don't know. I don't think is cool anymore because it's owned by Amazon. I needed black t- black tahini t- uh, this week. Okay, for the cookies I just made, and the lady what? in the cookbook said that Whole Foods would have it, and so we went to the Whole Foods, and they did not have it. So I cannot endorse Whole Foods because <laughs> of their lack of black tahini. <laughs> you hear that, Whole Foods? You burnt because you don't have black tahini. <laughs> you burnt, and I had to make all my cookies with just regular white tahini, and so I couldn't make fancy cookies. They 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 look. They're still delicious, but not because of you, Whole Foods. <laughs> so there. I'm so full of cookies. We got to get off the cookie time. Wegmans, we are looking for sponsors. I don't know where a Wegmans is anymore. No. <laughs> are they still real? Wegmans isn't real. No, Wegmans was never real, Emily. I want to talk about some, like, I don't care where. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't care where the grocery store is, right? Like, right. if it's your, you know, local target or walmart i mean that's not ideal but like sometimes you just got gotta get groceries yeah. and a couple other items so like i'm not here to judge where you're doing your grocery shopping i'm definitely not gonna endorse anything yeah. for sure no but i do want to talk about uh a little little show called guys grocery games because okay. i feel like this this could right. help us now, I just did say that out of my face hole, but I, I've never watched it. Have you watched you Guys kidding? Grocery Games? Emily, you can't he just does. bring up shows that you don't know. <laughs> it's a cooking show, and he, like, gives you a recipe, and then you have to, like, you have, like, two minutes to run through a grocery store and, like, <laughs> snatch all the ingredients you need for your dish, and then you got to run back, and then you got to make it for him, and then there's, like, a winner and a loser pretty sure but it's like yes. all these people dashing through the grocery store with grocery with shopping carts yeah it, it's similar is, to chopped in which there is a, a a new cast of contestants and a winner for each episode it's yeah. a singular episode competition yeah and i feel like it's interesting because in america at least you know where everything is in the grocery store right like yeah. you know where the stuff is yeah and that's uh, purpose, usually because everything is is intentionally laid out that way. So I want to like make sure that you know where the shit is in your grocery store so you don't have to waste your time meandering around. You know, we want to like get in, get out, go home and let your vegetables go bad in your crisper store. <laughs> Especially now. Post post covid times, it's important to be in and out of the grocery store. Yeah. Grocery store is a bad place to be. Go That's by where yourself. Everyone needs to go. Wear a mask. In and out. In and out, in man. And out. In and out. 
So you got to go to the bread, right? That's going to be like sort of back right corner, you know? Yeah. Dairy, yep. milk, eggs. I'm tired. Dairy. And this is like. Dairy. Okay. Different. I feel like usually there is a specific section for like cheese. And then yeah. there's a specific section for creams and milks. Mm-hmm. And then like a whole other section for like various dairy products like butters and stuff. I feel Why like that... it's like the the little ingredients that like trip you up. Like maraschino cherries. Where the fuck are maraschino, maraschino cherries? Maraschino cherries? Know, are they in with the pickled stuff? Are they in the canned goods? No, they're in the ice cream. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why? It takes forever to figure that shit out. Why That's are the crackers adult. Why are the crackers so far away from like bread? You would assume that crackers would be similar in, in a similar area as bread. My grocery store, two... complete opposite side of the store. Well, why are there two bread areas? There's always a bakery, and then the bread aisle is always really far the fuck away from the bakery. That's true. You know what I mean? Like, you get the fancy bread, and that's going to go stale on you in two days. And then you <laughs> go to the shelf-stable breads, and those are always a mile away. And then they never have a good seed bread you want. Anyways, it yeah. doesn't matter. I didn't get I didn't get seed bread this week. We always go for the seed bread and we we didn't get it. We were beat out for the I'm good so sorry. the good seed bread. You got to get that seed bread. I I am telling you. Okay, here's an endorsement for you. Here's a fucking endorsement. You want to We, we were bound to get a couple. I did not realize it was going to be for seed bread. The Kroger seed bread. <laughs> It's just like normal bread, but it's like whole wheat, but it doesn't taste icky and it's full of seeds. Chock full. Full of seeds. <laughs> full of seeds. And it's delicious and life affirming. And I love it. And it's Kroger brand and <laughs> it's very good. And they have their own special Kroger brand sliced bread because it's not fancy bread, but it's not not wonder bread so it's sort of in its own kroger bread sliced section and then they have like the honey wheat and the special white and the oatmeal or whatever fuck all that shit <laughs> seed bread but the problem is people have caught on to seed bread and i think it's because i've literally talked on it about it on this podcast before because that shit runs out yeah I'm telling you guys my loyal listeners if you're the last person grabbing a loaf of seed bread at the kroger i will find you because so we why? need that seed bread. We go through like two loaves of bread every two weeks. And I know, I understand. Okay. I understand about the carbo loading situation, <laughs> but I need that seed bread, man. Uh, so, I mean, basically what we're telling you is to get, to get, to draw out a fucking blueprint of your local grocery store and be able to, to like, if guys grocery games was not in Flavortown market, as it as it usually is and it's in your local grocery store we want you to be able to win that easy like hands yeah. down yeah it's so, all about training yeah i think maybe it would be it would be very quick i think i don't think it would be it would take even as long as a regular grocery trip go this week i know it's not great to go to the grocery store and not get anything but maybe go and just take notes yeah because no one's it gonna might be, be weirded of, out by that. <laughs> it might be a waste of time. It might seem like a waste of time in the moment, but think about how much time you're gonna save at every subsequent trip. That's true. With your new you gotta, knowledge, you gotta dedicate a day. Well, I I do appreciate that. Like I don't, I haven't seen this in a long time, but I remember as a child, mm -hmm. like they'd have the grocery cart, and then on the grocery cart, there's like a little placard. Mm -hmm that tells you where shit is 
And have you Wait, seen this before? No, never. This Not is once. a real thing that really exists in some places. And I'm saying make a law. You know? Just make a law <laughs> that all the grocery carts need to have a little map on them. <laughs> It'd be a very simple, you know, we're all, we're, it's a very partisan times. This would be a very easy win for somebody. A bipartisan bill <laughs> to make it so that every single grocery store must have a tiny map. This is the on one the, thing we can come together on. We can come together, America, on this issue. We can say, <laughs> you can put a tiny map on every single grocery cart so I know where the fucking maraschino cherries are, okay? I don't like maraschino this- cherries personally, but my boyfriend does, and we have to look for them. And it was way more time in the grocery sto- store than we wanted to spend, but he wanted a Manhattan with maraschino cherries. I was going to say, which- it's for Manhattans. It's yeah, but be. brandy Or like cherries. pina coladas. No. <laughs> I, it doesn't matter what you need them for, okay? <laughs> the thing is that you need them, and you don't know where to find them. You get the map. This is Emily's. Map. They put them in shopping malls, so why not make a miniature version on the shopping cart for your local giant food lion you know <laughs> whatever this is emily's single issue platform this is my single issue platform i i'm gonna andrew yang it but, <laughs> but instead of even more giving people money yeah i mean i you know i know we're not the political sort but like how did that how did that not go over well i give everybody money i'd be like damn this is like the classic we're going to put a soda machine in the cafeteria. Right. Like, I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, you're it. exactly right. It's it's yeah. literally it, perfectly equivalent. It's one-to-one. <laughs> and Mine honestly, now that points. everybody's gotten their $1,200 checks from from the stimulus, I, I feel like everyone's probably rethinking that a little bit. Maybe they're thinking that might be a little bit better of an idea than they originally thought. Maybe. I can't, I can't get in the hearts and the minds of the people, John. You know, that's yeah. not my job. But I can get to their their eyeballs and their stomachs. And I want your stomach to talk to your eyeballs <laughs> and tell you what stomachs. food you need. And then your eyeballs will look down at your hands, which are gr- firmly grasping the shopping cart. And what's next to your hands? Oh, a map of the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way for completely... America. Okay, this is... No, I, I'm with you. Because what I was about to say is... Why why are we ignoring the the list option? Everyone always says make a list, stick to the list. But what we're saying right now is that we're tired of the grocery stores putting the work on us. Yeah. Why should is I there, have to Are go they the not salespeople? Mile? Are they not doing <laughs> performing a service? They are service industry. Are they not? <laughs> What happened to, oh, okay, I was about to say what happened to coffee at the grocery store, and I was like, wait, well, COVID-19. Right, yeah, 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 because there used to be, like, cookies, and, like, you get balloons sometimes, you, I know, you went, never know. I went in for an interview <laughs> at a grocery store pretty recently, because I got laid off from my job, hey, cool COVID stuff. <laughs> Don't worry, John. You're still hired at downtime for thank, now. Thank God. We are exploring our options. Oh, but no. It's just to keep you working harder, you know? Don't Great. Worry. We have good chemistry. That's what all the, the numbers are saying right now. <laughs> so I went in just because, like, I, I just, I was, I was so bored. And I want, I really needed, and I need a job because the good unemployment's going to go away at a certain point. So I went in for a job interview at a, a grocery store and... 
this old man, he was so nice, but he came up and immediately shook my hand. And I was like, oh, you're not used to this. And I like, I didn't know what to do. I took the handshake because I'm an idiot. I didn't know what to do. It was like a very power structure situation. I didn't know how to deal with it. So yeah, the handshake. I mean, we talked about the handshake and how to get a job. Yeah. You know, forever ago. And now that's gone out the window. We need to re-record that episode because you can't handshake anymore. And that was like a big part of getting a job, if I recall correctly. My my favorite part of that interview was just how sad and broken down this man was purely at the fact that they couldn't do free samples anymore. Oh, God. (laughs) That was like this dude's favorite part of his job. It seemed like he was pretty upbeat the whole interview. And then... When he talked, we, we were going back and forth a little bit as we were walking out, and he was just getting so sad talking about the fact that they couldn't do free samples anymore. And oh, it was like God. his favorite thing. That's like actually like, I know I'm like in a heightened emotional state right now. Like I'm very <laughs> sensitive. Like we watched Princess and the Frog just to sort of like get our minds off of stuff. And I yeah. cried through the whole movie. <laughs> I don't normally do that kind of thing. But like the sample man being sad that he yeah. can't make the people happy by giving out free samples. I'm not going to I have a baby tear in my eye right now. I think it was that. more because he couldn't have the free samples. Oh, okay. Well, that, you know, we should put it that way because I felt like it was like Santa Claus not being able to give out presents. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this is what Santa Claus does the other 11 months of the year is he gives out free samples at Trader Joe's <laughs> and he can't do it anymore. He's got to go back to, the, back to the North Pole, you know? Yep. Which actually probably wouldn't be so bad. We are very excited to welcome back one of our favorite guest artists, one of our favorite repeating guest artists of all time, Danielle Grubb. They have got a brand new song coming out uh, alongside their upcoming EP called D that's coming up uh, and on July 17th. So make sure that you are following them on Spotify. Make sure you're on their band camp. Make sure you're you're keeping your ear to the ground for that release because it's going to be a great EP, as you will find out when you hear this new track. It is untitled, so it's just a little it's it's just going to be a little teaser for how the rest of the EP is is going to be. And I am so excited, as I always am, for for more of Danielle Danielle's music. So I hope you are too, and I hope you enjoy "Untitled" by Danielle Grubb.
still probably important right look even if you've talked about this before i think i've talked about this before on our on our one of our episodes about how much i fucking hate lists like (laughs) my boyfriend will you know try to jot down a bunch of tasks he wants to accomplish in the day and it just makes it makes me see red (laughs) (laughs) Fuck your lists, you know, like, why can't we all just live our fucking lives without a little piece of paper or a little note in your iPhone telling you what to fucking do? I'm tired <laughs> of it. I hate being told what to do. Even if it's past Emily, I don't like it. I'm not a fan. <laughs> I, take, so the- I take demands from no one, including myself. Yeah. Yeah. When I go to the grocery store, the only thing I try to do, there's two things I try to do. I bring a sweater because it's chilly in there. Right. And I try to eat beforehand. Because if you don't eat beforehand, you're going to end up getting a bunch of shit that you don't need. You're going to get a bunch of bags of chips. You're going to eat that day. And you're going to be filled with shame and regret. And you're also going to need to drink so much more water because of all the salt you ingested. I think you should allow yourself like one hungry grocery shop a month. Just to see what kind of random shit you get. Because, like when was the like, last time I like had that's, snowballs? That's but they're the in my only, car exactly, now. You know exactly. That's the only time you're gonna actually come home with a treat for yourself. That's the only time you're gonna come home with the, with some Hostess cakes or some Oreos. You know. Yeah, I guess. I think you should allow yourself just once a month to to indulge in a in a pack of like double chocolate Milanos. You know. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it could be a very zen experience to just wander through the grocery store and just grab whatever shit that you you 
immediately are attracted to. Like, that's fun. I want, you know, frosted animal crackers every now and then. Yeah. When was the last time I had those? Fucking never. But you know what? I like the way they look and I like little sprinkles on them. It's a good time. <laughs> I feel like every time I pass them in the grocery store, I was I'm like, what if? And then I remember that I don't even like them. You know, <laughs> like they're not even tasty. Hell of a good. This is another ad, by the way. <laughs> we recently went to the grocery store. We were craving chips and dip, but we wanted like the good, like French onion dip. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like the good I sour cream and onion this. dip. This, I can also endorse this. So here's the thing, though. We we went there and we saw Hell of a Good and we were like, yeah, Hell of a Good's pretty good. But they were all out of like the good main Hell of a Good flavor. You know the one? Yeah. They had Bodacious Onion. And Weird we were like, name. Weird name. And it literally doesn't say anything else on the packaging. You don't mm -hmm. know anything about the ingredients unless you literally look at the ingredients on the package. Holy shit. What year is this? We opened it up and it was just the same dip, but like uh -huh. a little spicy. Okay. It was perfect. It sounds like your life is really boring right it now. It is. <laughs> it's so boring. That doesn't change the fact that we discovered a new hell of a good dip that might be even better than the original. Yeah. I mean, there's that. There is Look that. Look for Bodacious so. Onion. <laughs> on your next grocery store <laughs> trip you'll thank me you're welcome this is me saying you're find, welcome like, for what for later when you're thanking me i just always try to find a good vehicle you know what i mean i'm looking for the perfect cracker oh yeah i'm getting close we're honing in on the perfect cracker <laughs> but um i won't endorse it here but guess what it's full of seeds so <laughs> it's fucking delicious so yeah no i mean and as far as things go we nor we have it sort of nailed down in my household like i do not go grocery shopping i unless it's like for the one random ingredient i need i do not go grocery shopping my roommate does it and i love it because we fill out the google doc with the shit we need and he goes and he buys it so i'm a big old liar and this whole episode needs to be thrown away because i do make a <laughs> list and i give it to my roommate and he buys the things but he's got like a time to go. It's like the prime time. Yeah. It's like off prime time, you know, where it's like all the, all, no one's there and you can just get whatever you want except for this time because there's no fucking seed bread. <laughs> Should have thrown that replacement bread in his face when he came back. But this I is, I, I also, I do have an appeal also for, okay. this is directly to Trader Joe himself. I, I would like to, to speak to you, Mr. Joe. Um, because I know you're listening. You've you did a thing for COVID where you're limiting the number of people who can be in your stores and you're having a line out like outside where where everyone has to stand six feet apart. You're only allowing uh -huh. like twenty to thirty people in at a time. Uh -huh. Please, Mr. Joe, do not stop doing this. Please, after all of this is over, please keep this system. I, <laughs> I understand that there's a lot of old white ladies who, who are very upset by this. And I, I think actually from my from my vision, from what I've seen, more old white angry men who have turned away from this. But please continue this because it is the most peaceful Trader Joe's like scenario that there's ever been.
Trader Joe's going there is usually hectic and and horrible, but it's it's we consider it worth it because we still go. But during COVID, has just been the nicest, most calm trips to Trader Joe's of all time. And I don't want to. I will always wait. I will wait outside in a line (laughs) for that Trader Joe's experience. The most high stakes Trader Joe's experience I've ever seen is the one downtown in New York. Oh God! Where they were horrible. uh, it's terrifying. The Trader Joe's in New York it's were basically horrible. like all of the aisles are snaked yep. around because it's so packed all the time that literally the second you enter the door, you're in the line for checkout. Yes. And so you need to snake through that grocery store, which is also the checkout lane. Yep. They are one and the same. The grocery store and the checkout lane are all one thing and the, the aisles snake around. So you have to like be vigilant. You know, because yeah. there's there's no time to browse. You need to grab your shit and put it in your cart. And if you missed it, if you walked past it by accident, you don't get a second chance. No. All right. It's gone. Yeah. It's gone forever. You need a that green was, beans and you pass that the green was the beans. the pro tip over. too. I, I feel it. I, when I lived in Brooklyn, I feel like I went to Trader Joe's so many times and made the mistake of like walking around and shopping and then getting online. The pro mm-hmm. move is getting online with an empty basket. Because yeah. the, the line's going to go through the whole store anyway. It goes through the whole fucking store. Dude. There's not a single bit of that line that doesn't touch a, a shelf. Right. You know? But it's terrifying. I don't want to work like that. No. I mean, it's efficient, but it sucks. Yeah, it was horrible. I hate it. It's, it's, I don't like it. That's why like I'm saying, Trader Joe, please, please keep the limit. I want the limit. <laughs> I will wait <laughs> for the, the limit. limit. Oh, well. Yeah, no. Thank I you. have one more pro tip, okay. I believe, um, in me for, for this app. Yes. You know, and it's a good one. All right. Spices. Spices, right? yes. You go to the damn grocery store, whether it's Trader Joe's or anywhere else. Actually, Trader Joe's has this everything bagel salt that's amazing. It's yes. like this shaker full of everything bagel seasoning. Everything, and everything we bagel, brought yeah. like containers of it to Ethiopia. And it was it was incredible. <laughs> it was a game changer. But yeah. anyway, a bit of laughing cow on like a, a English muffin and sprinkle that shit on top. Amazing. So good. <laughs> Anyways, back to the spices. Do not buy spices in your normal grocery store. Okay. Go to the Asian market or the Indian market yes. or the China or the uh, the Mexican market yeah. because they have spices that are the same spices for way cheaper in much larger quantities than anything you're gonna find in the damn store. What? Like the grocery store? Okay, the Kroger cloves, right? A thing mm-hmm. of cloves that didn't look like absolute bullshit were eight dollars. Yeah. You like and spices go bad, you know. So you're not gonna use all those cloves before you you really should throw them away. Go yeah. to the Asian market; it's like two bucks for like half a pound. Holy shit! I know that's, that's a real tip. That's like a real thing that's a very for you good guys. Tip. I'm full of real shit today. I like feel very serious today. My my pro tip, mm. because you you would you had mentioned this, and this is a very this is a very real thing, especially if you're if you're insistent on buying organic, which I would I I would say that you should look into organics and and why they're not necessarily the end all be all of grocery shopping. Yeah, local or, all the way. Local all the local way. Local all the way regardless of organics. Anyway, if you buy organic produce, it's going to go bad quicker. That's just how it works. Start pickling things. 
Mm. You like if you especially if you're like a binge shopper where you're trying to like pack all of your grocery shopping into like for two weeks into one trip, you're probably going to have produce this is that is going to go bad. Pickle that shit. Invest in some basin jars. Get some like just there are places that sell just like pickling spices that literally has all the spices you'll you'll need for a quick pickle in in one jar together for, for for some quickles veggies in the mason jar put a brine you can find a simple brine online super easy pickle that shit we always end up with way too many jalapenos because we always only need one for the guacamole that we're making and then we have like five more jalapenos we don't know what to deal with we, you know we did we pickled them now we have pickled jalapenos they're good on everything <laughs> start pickling shit it's a really good idea cabbage we do like uh, cabbage jalapenos, uh, like a slaw type thing, but it's like yeah. cabbage jalapenos um, and uh, like carrots and stuff. And mm-hmm. it's like a Mexican cortito. Cool. And so you like put that on tacos and shit, but it's like refrigerator pickling. So you don't have to like worry about fermenting and being a good, right, good yeah. pickle person. You can just like throw it in there, but that's, no, that's quick, like quick a pickles, thing. I mean, quick pickles like, are super easy. It's. No fermentation required. I do like the fermentation. I I, I enjoy it, and I, I like the funk that it, it gives the the pickles. But you can do a quick pickle that requires no fermentation, and it's it's really good still. That's what we did. We made regular pickles, and we made pickled jalapenos, like sliced jalapenos. Very good. We also made a legit sauerkraut, though, that we fermented, and I did a whole story like through the process on my Instagram and it was very fun to do, but that shit is delicious. Every time we have sausage, every time we have hot dogs on the grill, we, we crack out, we crack open the the sauerkraut, the homemade sauerkraut. It's really good. Hell yeah. Now final tips for grocery store, John. Yes. Do you have any, do I have any? Yes. Uh, self checkout versus human. Oh God. It's a I whole mean, thing. Here's right? the thing. I'm I'm pretty it's much always decision. I'm pretty much always buying alcohol anyway. So I'm not mm-hmm. really avoiding a person to person interaction by doing self checkout. So I don't I'd rather have someone do it for me, I think. Oh yeah. No, I've had uh, approximately one good self checkout experience where it was like this really I have a really shitty grocery store that's like close to me that I go to because I can walk there because I do do not have a car and every other time I'm just bumming rides from people to go to the grocery store yeah um but it was a great thing because I was making guacamole for a party I was going to this is like months ago and the regular avocados like the normal decently priced ones mm-hmm. were not ready and I was like I cannot make guacamole out of this tonight I have poorly planned for my guacamole making. This is not good. So I had to go to the organic (laughs) avocados. But the thing was, I was like doing it for a party. I need like six avocados. That was going to be like seriously seven or eight dollars for these fucking avocados that were ripe. It was bullshit. And I go to the thing and I'm like trying to figure out how to weigh out these avocados and like get the right price because I'm trying to be a good person, do a good deed. And it's like coming out wrong. And then the guy comes over and he's like the guy at the grocery store working the self checkout to help out the bing bongs and the right. idiots like me who can't, who can't, <laughs> t- just can't spell avocado. OK, <laughs> like, we're having a difficulty. It's not working out. He takes a stab at it. Also can't figure it out. For some reason, the organic avocados are not ringing in. He turns to me and goes, just take them. Just take them. And I was like, 
Hell God bless yes, you. Fuck yeah. Yes. Absolutely. If I had gone to the human, I would not have gotten those free avocados. That was like <laughs> significant amount of money off of my grocery bill that day. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Otherwise, human all the way. I'm not going to stand there. We had a very there. similar situation, actually. And this yeah. this was a, a human interaction. We were buying pimento cheese and it was a big tub of pimento cheese. And oh, it was... Shit. The, the one that was half the size, we didn't realize this at the time. I had to go back because he didn't, the guy at the register could not get a price on it. He scanned it, mm-hmm. didn't come up with a price. They had, the, and he was like, did you guys get a price? And Sam was like, can you run back and look? And I was like, why do I have to, I don't work here. Why do I have to do this? <laughs> but I ran back and I took a picture of it because there was no price tag on that tub of pimento, pimento cheese. But the one that was half the size was like $7 oh my God. for this thing of, of pimento cheese. So I come back and I I show him the picture. I'm like, there's legit no price on it. Sorry. And then he calls for an override. Manager comes out of his little office. He just like hands him the card that he needs to scan for the override and then walks away without asking any questions. And the dude just let us go with it. That was going to be like a $16 jug of pimento cheese. And we just got it up for free. Awesome. Sometimes you just luck out. Yeah, if I have alcohol, there's no way I'm going to self-checkout because I've done it before and it's terrible. You sit there and you're want, you're staring around like with your mouth open, holding your alcohol like it's contraband, <laughs> you know, and you're like, I promise I'm allowed to have this. Right. And then you're just looking around waiting for somebody to help you. And it's just not a good time, you know, and they take your ID and they punch in all the information. I don't like it. So I just want to go to the, the human. Yeah. Oh, it's, anyways. Whatever. My last word for this episode is if you're an old person first of all hello thank you for listening to our show you're one of the very few don't get mad at people working at the grocery store blanket statement but the reason i'm bringing it up is because i have worked at a grocery store before and i had several instances where i have a register that does not allow me to check out anyone who's buying alcohol without putting in their date of birth. I have to ask for your ID and manually punch in your date of birth. So if you're a visibly old person and someone asks for your ID, don't be a fucking jag about it. They're just doing their Honestly. job. It's They literally have to do it. That was like my first day an old man did this to me and i was like so visibly defeated afterwards that i think he actually felt bad after he was like when he was walking away i think he didn't realize the situation which is why i'm here for you today old person listening to this if they ask for your id know that it's not because they're trying to give you a hard time it's because the system forces them to yeah no just be just be cool guys just be cool to each other. No one's got the time just or the be, patience. Just be nice to people. For someone just being a jerk to your face. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But yeah. That's all we're going to say about how to go grocery shopping. It was very... Thank you for listening. Thank, I enjoyed it. Thank you for listening. Yeah. As uh, you all might know, we were not on the air these past two weeks out of our support for the Black Lives Matter movement and our goal to... Uh, basically bolster artists of color, which is not us. So if you missed this these last two weeks, that is why. Um, we still hope that you avail yourselves of the resources we shared in the last two weeks. We are still very much um, 
a part of the movement and still doing our part. And we ask that you do uh, as listeners, as our show as well, and go ahead and look at those resources, Mm -hmm. donate where you can, (coughs) sign petitions, register to vote, do all these things. Police brutality is not going away just because it might not be on the forefront of everyone's minds anymore because this is a the news cycle is very fast. Please be aware that this issue has been going on forever and continues. So right. just just keep that in your minds. We are back because we owe it to our listeners to put out our show and we love doing our show. But just because we are back does not mean we have forgotten and doesn't mean you should forget either. Right. We remember that the point of this whole movement is to end police brutality and end useless killing yeah and so systemic racism our we we are are determined to do our part to keep that going to to keep the fight going in whatever small way we can and this honestly is a, a little selfish of us to to continue our show at this point without like continuing to use the platform to only bolster the the voices of 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 POC so i i we are going to continue we'll we'll keep on putting the button at the end of our episodes so that we keep it in our minds for our just for our own selves as well as keep it in your minds if you guys also need that push to keep going and keep fighting and keep protesting um and i'm also going to continue posting the same links that we posted last week in all of the descriptions from here on out just so those resources are always there <clears throat> we have a couple people to thank for the making of our episode yes we would like to thank ethan gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme you can find more work from ethan at somepointsound.com. thank you so much <laughs> natalie spitzel for the use of her her cover art if you'd like to see more from natalie spitzel you can go to her instagram that's at n m s underscore creative or her website natalie spitzel.com yeah is that it all right thank you so much for listening i'm emily downey i'm john downey al roker i will fight you oh.